I'm Jesse Lubinsky, host of the Partial Credit Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Chris Nessie here alongside AJ Bianco, and this is our special Thanksgiving episode. In this episode 89, we are talking gratitude in education, gratitude in life. What do we have to be thankful for? Let's start the show. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco, Stacey Lindis, and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. What's up, Podcast PD people? Chris Nessie here, at Mr. Nessie on Twitter, host of the House of Ed Tech, which I hosted as I released episode 168 all by myself. I'm a podcaster, everybody. Uh, we are getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, and uh, currently, I am joined by my podcast compadre, Arthur Johnson Bianco. What is up, AJ? I'm doing well. Welcome out there, uh, Podcast PD World. I hope everybody's doing well as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday. Tis the season to be grateful. I even got a little jolly today. Started to take out the Christmas lights, put them around my garage door. Mm-hmm. Didn't go up on the roof. That will okay. come on uh, Black Friday. Because mm. I, I don't know about you. I'm not going shopping. I'll be shopping. I'll be, I'll, I'll be Amazoning. Click, click, click. We are live on our YouTube channel. We are also live once again, rocking it on Twitch. And speaking of rocking it, my podcast compañera joins us now. And she's only got one name. Hey. What's up, Stacey? Hey. All right. How are you guys? What's up? What's up? Oh my well, God! Do you remember that you old know, you like, are... commercial? I sure do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't ever forget that one. That's like, uh, do you remember when commercials were that good? Yes. <laughs> hey, Dookie, pick up the phone. You. Now, Stacy, yeah. this was your brainchild. This episode. Yeah, can we go back for one second. Special? I just remembered something. Hold on, go back for one second. Well, go ahead, go so, ahead, go hold ahead. On. I just because we're we're in a grateful mood and we're gonna smile. I'm gonna laugh about this. So that was up thing. You guys remember back in the day, like AOL, how it has like the real AOL, like the disc you put in the computer and all that. Yeah, kind of yeah, stuff? yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So you know how when people used to enter like an AOL room or like somebody signed on that's a friend of yours and made that mm-hmm. noise, that welcome. Right. Yeah. Welcome. You've got so, mail. Like I was playing around my computer and talking to friends and you can have that hacking program that you can change the sounds to everything. Yeah. Remember that at all? So I use I use this hacking program where you can change the sounds to things. So when people logged on to AOL, who was a friend of mine, it actually played the "What's up?" instead of "Welcome." So that just reminded me. I had to kick it back to the '90s. There, I miss That's the '90s. Cool. The '90s I were so much fun. Way. I'd be grateful if the awesome. '90s were here. <gasps> yeah. oh, oh my god. god! Wait, but only if we could go back to the nineties with 2020 hindsight, right? Like, like you have to have like all that, you know, classic back to the future conundrum. Ooh. Right. Or, Ooh. um, right. Did you read 11, 22, 63 by Stephen King? I saw the Amazon special with James Franco. Okay. Yeah. I, I, it was with James Franco. Uh, interesting. Yeah. There's some We've books talked that about I, it before on this very podcast. I know, but I never saw it. There are so many right, books that I actually have to watch, like this series, like the Netflix series or the Prime series that came out 
because like for it, like defending Jacob and eleven twenty two sixty three. But like that's another one where like there's like some time travel and like things do not work out well. It's not a very Marty McFly type of world. Spoiler. That is created. All right, I'm sorry, Chris. Go on with the introductions. Hi, Tim Cavey. What is up, Tim? Checking in from the Great White North. No Thanksgiving for him. <laughs> they had Thanksgiving in like July, no? Right. No, October. October. October, right? I do believe it's um, October. I think I learned that from the West Wing because that's what I'm binging currently. Uh, I was going to say something about the 90s, and I don't quite remember yes. what it was. <laughs> it was October. Uh, you were going to say something about the 90s. No, you were talking about why we're here tonight. That's where yeah, we let's started. Just keep going. Okay, so we, we are here, uh, Stacy. You put together this Thanksgiving special all about gratitude, and I know that you are thankful that your computer is back up and running, all right, which is so, why you were a little a little late. Go ahead. A little late. All right. So I don't know. I guess OS decided to update or whatever, and I don't know what the new operating uh, – is it Catalina is the new one or is Mojave yes, the new sir, one? Is the new one. Catalina, Linguini, Pasta Vazu. I don't know. What, what, what did you say it was, AJ? I thought it was Big Sur. That's it's the new, new one? New, new. Anyway, so my computer, I guess, is not up to date. I'm still having computer issues. So um, my printer no longer works. And I know it's like crazy that like I still have a printer, but um, like I've been home quarantining um, because there was like an issue and I had to be home quarantining. I won't get into the particulars because I'm not sure if that's like a HIPAA violation. So I'm just going to be like, I'm home quarantining and it's been fine. Um, But one of the things I needed to do was get my doctor's office, my negative COVID test. Yeah. So all negative bells and whistles and my doctor signed off on it. But in order for her to sign off on it, I needed to get her my negative COVID test results. And I'm talking to the office staff and she's like, well, do you have a fax machine? Can you fax it? And I'm like, and I was like a fax machine who uses fax machines. So that's when I discovered that, but there was an issue with my computer. And it still hasn't backed up from all the days ago that I fixed my hard drive. So there was that. Anyway, I'm thankful that my husband only made me a minute or two late and uh, we're good. It's but all good. It is. I couldn't believe it when she good. asked me if I had a fax machine because there's no way that she's older than I am. And I was just like, I was like, do a lot of people still have fax machines? She's like, no, I guess not. Yeah, I don't think they have too many three and people one, don't, five People and don't one have landlines. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right? Like. <laughs> Who's going to go back to like talking about like the nineties? Like anyway, I remember what I wanted to, uh, to share about the nineties. Yeah. I was talking, I forget who I was talking to, but I, I, Stacy, did you watch the wonder years? Yes. That was a late eighties, early nineties program, right? That I think it was a very late eighties, very early nineties. I think it probably ended in 92, 93. Okay. So, what time period did that show take place in? Oh my goodness! Um, it was late like sixties, seventy. Because yeah, yeah so, so talk about Super Bowl. So the time they won, right? Easier. So early seventies was the basic time period of the show. I wouldn't. I'm going to say really late sixties though. Yeah, okay. I think late it was like sixty nine. All right, it aired in nineteen eighty eight, and it uh, it ended in ninety three. So I mean, it's not even like it lasted that long, and it was a mid season pickup. Okay, so. Early 90s show, it took place roughly 30 years prior, right? Okay. When it aired, it, it mm-hmm. covered a time period 30 years prior to it being on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard uh, probably over the summer and the fall that ABC is potentially looking to reboot The Wonder Years. I heard that too with Winnie. 
mm-hmm. with Winnie, yeah. but A, to also um, make the cast predominantly African-American, totally cool. Mm-hmm. But that, if you make it take place over the same, like, okay, if it's airing now, when does it take place? The early 90s. Uh, so it's more like um, an Urkel situation. Anyway, its time period was 68 to 73. But I had a show like that. Well, I'm a saying show like that what? A New Wonder Years would take place in the 90s. Yeah, so it would be Family Matters. Let's just call it that. Right, but our but we would look back on it and be like, oh, yeah, that's when we grew up. And our kids would look at it like, I wasn't even alive. What is well, this time the period you speak of? Isn't the Goldbergs like that? I don't watch that show, so I really don't know. I just well, you should like, watch that show. I you watch, should totally watch, watch the Goldbergs. Show. It's a really funny show. Yeah? It is really good. All funny. right. I mean, all I've been doing is binging stuff and listening to books and not podcasts. Yeah, that's a good one. Especially because I'm not driving, so there's no podcast time. Well, it's better to binge podcasts in the car than to binge Netflix in the car. True story, but I'm not in the car. That's the problem. So anyway, but this is about gratitude, this whole episode. So I was thinking we could do it in like a couple of different ways, like personal life, gratitude, family gratitude, whatever you want your personal life thing to be, but especially like school gratitude, because, um, you know, I think that it's been a really rough year and um, just going back all the way to March and like, I like this is my favorite holiday guys. And so like, I just want to end this year and begin the ending of this year with some like high notes and some reflection and some gratitude. So that's where the idea came from. I know Thanksgiving for us is going to be crazy different because it's just going to be the four of us. And in the, in the uh, almost now in the 16 years we've had Thanksgiving with, with children, this will be only the second time we have not been with family. And so, and we usually host. So this is the first time we're not hosting anyone. Um, so it's it's going to be like a little twilight zoney. So I just figured if we like started looking at some really positive things, it would get us set for like the rest of the year and um, 2021, which I know so many people are looking to with um, with great hope, right? Like get rid of 2020. It's funny though that they think when the ball drops on new year's eve that the world is just gonna magically fix itself <laughs> like the avengers right like boom, and everything's like yeah so i was yeah but you know um back to i know a couple of episodes ago i don't know if it was actually in the podcast or if um there's just a conversation that we had on the side but we talked about the coffee bean by john gordon and i'm just mm-hmm. trying to make it more coffee and uh, i want to read his no complaining book zero what's it called aj figured it out now yep um i, I can't remember i know exactly what you're talking about it's either zero complaining or no complaining i think yeah and i no, I don't no even complaining know. rule is that what it is the no complaining i can't remember i'm looking point. it up now Sorry. too well as we're looking stuff up for those of you who the are no complaining watching if you want to be a part of this you can go to podcastpd.com slash join and uh you can express things that you have gratitude for here at the end of 2020. I did get a couple of voicemails that we will share later on in the episode. So look forward to that. But if you want to hop aboard and chat with us, you got six ears ready to listen, right? Two, four, six. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, energy bus. Tim is so awesome. You should read that. Great book. Yeah. Tim, get on that, especially in your role right now. I think in, in, in your role in this situation, I think the energy bus is a, uh, it's a great fable to read. Tim, do you want to join us? Um, 
on the show and just talk about maybe a little bit of what you're grateful for. You've already had a month to think about Thanksgiving. And uh, <laughs> maybe your turkey's digested. I actually want to hear some of the traditions maybe um, in Canada for Thanksgiving. Do you guys actually eat turkey like we do? My hockey. Probably. Maple, maple syrup pancakes. Yum. Ooh. Sounds weird. Right? So anyway, if you want to join us, come on the show. No pressure. Can't I'm work- oh, working and listening. All right. No pressure. But enjoy. Um, yeah. So do you guys want to kick it off with personal or professional? It's it, it's so it's hard to go. It's so hard to go professional right now. All so right. So then start with the warm let's, part. Let's, let's start with the personal. Let's and do we'll personal. Get our- yeah. All let's right. work personal right now. All right. Who wants to go first? Rock, paper, scissors? No, well, that'd be fun. <laughs> in, in theory, we could do that on here. We, we can sure see can. each other. Ready? Let's go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Boom, boom. All right. You're up, AJ. Great. That's not how it works. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Chris. Great minds. Great Whatever. minds. Wrong, sir. Wrong. So for me, personally, what I am grateful for um, are the four people in my life who I live with, three little people and one big one um, as one pops into the camera right now. I'm supposed to be sleeping. Um, coming down here. But no, I think I'm going to talk to the microphone. Say hi, everybody. Hi. There you go. Future podcaster. Uh, it's, easy, it's easy, personally, just knowing that my family is safe, my family is healthy, and that uh, and that we're, we're doing well. You know, I think personally over this quarantine, although not all of it has been wonderful because I haven't seen my parents in months, and I know they miss the kids, but it's been a, it's been a pleasure watching these guys grow up and, and do things. And like watching Ryan learn how to ride a bike or watching Daniel learn how to use his tricycle and watch Ryan read more books as he's telling me right now, talk about my books, talk about the books. So Ryan's reading a bunch of books right now by uh, Dan Gutman. So he's, he's digging did, it. Did you tell him that Dan might be a guest? I sure did. Oh, that's awesome. That is. Hopefully Ryan can be a guest too. I hope he, uh, he just ran away. Um, yeah. yeah. But I, I think, you know, personally, like just over these eight months, while it hasn't been the most ideal of situations, I think that, you know, watching everybody, do things and watching Caitlin grow up and start talking and walking. And I wasn't around much for these two because we were working every day and it was go to work, drop them off, come home, hang with them for a little bit and put them to bed and then have the weekends. But, you know, I feel very lucky that over these eight months we've been able to spend time as a family been able to work, be able to be successful and do the things that we need to do to grow. So, you know, happy, healthy, uh, we're striving as a family and we're finding some bumps in the road, like I said, but I think for the most part, you know, we're, we're learning more about each other than we have learned, you know, for Ryan and our eight years together, Daniel has six years and just, you know, it, we're, 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 we're lucky. So I think uh, I'm going to start with that. I love that. He's still back there. He's still back there. I love it. I would say that I'm in the same boat as you, AJ, you know, because we have kids that are basically the same age, except. You have one more, <laughs> you know, <Yikes>. but <laughs> smack me in the face. No, <laughs> um, it, it's been exciting because I was also, you know, when miles was born, you know, dropping him off and taking him where he was going and, you know, basically having always worked an hour away so that that commute time was lost every day. 
you know, I, I mean, I would do the best I could to get home by, you know, three, three thirty if I was slightly going faster than I should have, <laughs> you know, but to, to be home and to be able to wake up and, you know, have breakfast with them every day. Yeah. You know what? I have two little kids and sometimes I'll be honest, they can be annoying, but 99% of the time, I got two awesome little kids who I have gotten just like AJ to see, you know, grow up and we got to do summer and we were all together, you know, in the spring and a lot of people don't get that. You know, you have households today where you have both parents working or, you know, if you only have one parent, you know, and they're working, you know, I I am eternally grateful for the opportunity that I get to spend with my own two kids and you know, to see them learning and watch them experience school, we don't really get to see that as educators. You know, yeah, we do parent-teacher conferences, but, you know, to to have, you know, my little guy right over here in the same office space as me and to hear him interacting with his teacher, you know, I, I, I've i been to the kindergarten classroom to, like, read a story, but that's, like, a half hour once a school year when I can make that happen. But to hear him and, and now see him learning to read. It's amazing. Like who, none of us remember learning to read. And I am watching him develop this skill that like riding a bike, which he also did during this time. Once you learn it, you never forget it. And just to, to see just, it's really special. And to have the experience I have as a teacher and as an educator to, to see that in action, it's just wonderful. And so is not having the commute. I am. I've saved so much money on gas. I'm sure months. it. It's you know, at around this time last year, I bought my my new car, which is a hybrid, for the better gas mileage, and I haven't really had to take advantage of that. You know, so you know, it, it's been really good. I've I've been fortunate enough to be able to do more around the house. I was able to do things in the spring and catch up. Like like we joked around, you know, I didn't have that many honey duelist items in the summertime, and it's 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 been good and i attribute that all to the fact that i have my wife i have my kids and it's time that a lot of people don't normally get so i i am grateful for that i love it i love it and and i think um i think what we'll notice is that like we're really kind of all in that same world right like it's um you know it's just being home, being thankful for the opportunity to spend extra time with people. Um, you know, like you guys, I have my boys and my husband and, you know, we're working on a lot of different things around the house. Um, my husband just redid parts of the bathroom. So I'm just happy that I have a very handy husband who likes to take care of his house and, you know, our house, his house, I say his house because I didn't do anything like that around here, but, um, you know, he's a great cook. He's a great dad. My boys are just the loves and light of my life. Like they're just so delightful. And as they get older, you know, there are times when, um, you know, there's teenageness that comes out and then there's the isolation, like, right. So there's like the grumpy, um, emo part of being a teenager. And then there's the isolation part of being a teenager. But then there are also like those delightful little things like, um, when I, you know, I was, I, I didn't really get into it, but when, you know, earlier this week, when I wasn't sure if I would be positive or negative with my COVID test, I was isolating. So I was in my bedroom and every time I came out, I had to put a mask on and 
you know, my boys like took care of me in like the most sweet and delightful ways. Like my, my little guy made me Godiva molten cakes just because he's like, Hey, I yeah. made this for you. Well, right? and, that's not the cure for what's going on. I don't know what it is. Right. And so like, like it's just neat to watch them come into their own, right. For them to be home a little bit more and doing some of that stuff, like taking some of the pressures off. And, you know, they're at that age where, you know, unlike your kids, they can be independent during the day. And so I'm really thankful for that too, right? Because I was not given the choice to return to work. Like that was something that I um, I was very thankful for that too, right? I, I was very thankful for the opportunity to get to meet my kids in person. Um, but I was not given a choice of whether or not I would return as a hybrid teacher. And I'm just thankful that my boys are old enough to take care of each other and themselves when they're home. So, you know, when I would check in and, you know, what'd you eat for lunch today? Oh, you know, Richie made me. And it's just mm -hmm. nice that like they're making lunch for one another. They're doing nice things for one another and they're able to help each other out. Um, you know, we bonded over like just more family game time. Um, even though I, I do find that like their video game time has also increased a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, you know, that's so difficult. They, they Right. Like <laughs> it's very interesting on a Wednesday, they're home and they're um, they have, they don't have like synchronous teaching at that point on Wednesdays. It's like a day for teachers to assign stuff and then mm -hmm. the kids to do whatever. And like nine 30 in the morning, I hear my older one downstairs. So, I mean, that's interesting, but it's just like, I don't know. The conversations are richer and deeper. So we talk more about like what they are doing, who they're still staying in touch with. Um, you know, I'm really thankful, not just for um, my immediate family, but um my extended family, my cousins, um, my brother, we've all gotten um, a bit closer um, where we cherish the time that we are together a lot more because it is not as frequent. Um, you know, I'm thankful for the technology that keeps us connected. Mm -hmm. I FaceTime right. with my niece um, a lot and my other brothers and sisters for birthdays and stuff. So that, that's been pretty cool. And um, I'm also thankful for like early on, I am, um, we didn't really talk about this much either um, in the beginning, but like back in March when we went into early lockdown, um, one of the things that my very close friends decided that we all decided to do was become a quarantine pod um, before it was like something that people talk about. Oh, my pod or my group or whatever. Mm -hmm. We did that back in March. We took our 14 days and then we came out of our own little isolation bubble. So I'm really thankful for my pod because I think that, you know, even with my boys not having the ability to go to school and hang out with their with their classmates and um, their friends at school, they still had the ability to interact with friends that they've had forever and ever, um, you know, kids that they grew up with. So and I'm just really thankful for all of that, you know, for my health, for a negative COVID test, <laughs> all the little things like I didn't expect to talk about that today um, or this week because I didn't expect for it to happen. But it's just kind of nice that, you know those types of things can also be like the mini highlights, right? The mm -hmm. unexpected glows of the day or roses. Um, so, and then professionally, I'll start with professionally, like professionally, I really am beyond thankful for the opportunity to go to school every day. And, and like you, Chris, I'm kind of looking forward to saving some gas money. Um, but I, you know, I do get so much energy just from being around kids every day. It's why I became a teacher. Um, so being able to see them and, you know, um, I, I have found that because there's such a limited amount of staff at school, I have found, um, 
that relationships are getting deeper, right? Because you're able, you know, you're not, you're not trying to talk to everybody or have a social relationship with everyone. Like you're, you're limited in who's there. And I am fortunate enough to be with like some really solid um, colleagues who are quickly becoming friends. So um, that has been really, really delightful as well. I mean, don't, don't fight over each other for who's going to go next. We'll just go reverse order. You go next. I'll go last. Okay. Uh, Real quick, Stacey, is that a lemon iced tea spindrift? No, but I was going to try that, but I couldn't, I saw that because I saw it yesterday in Target and I was like, I don't know, lemon iced tea and bubbles did not sound appetizing, mm-hmm. but but it's are really you telling good. me it's good? Because I I'm do like a, I like a good lemonade iced tea mix. Like I like a good half and half. Um, yeah. So it's good with bubbles. Yes, I will have to say, see if I can get it in a single don't can. Don't pour it out of the can. Pack. I tend don't not pour to. it out of the can. Does it look weird? Take it from the can. No, it it for some reason, at least to me it tastes differently. So like if I take one that's not been refrigerated and I put it over ice, it, it just tastes different. I like it chilled in the can. So. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Now um, mine's grapefruit. Per, you know what? That's weird. I don't normally, I mean, I've never had like a real grapefruit with like sugar, or like at the breakfast table, like a, a multimillionaire. So I do like the grapefruit spindrift. <laughs> I, I like everything grapefruit. So it's right up my alley. Anyway. You're so sweet. <laughs> um, so what am I grateful for professionally? Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to say both of you, because you two are my best friends in education. Ouch. No offense to the people I work with. <laughs> I have friends that I work with. Poor Joe. But <laughs> I've known you guys longer. We, we, we have legit history over the last six years. It's not longer so, than that. I was trying yeah, to do the math. Longer than that. It's got to be longer than that. It, it can't be longer than that, because I didn't know you before I had a podcast, and... I'm getting ready, getting ready to wrap up six years of the of the podcast. You know what? You're right. right. I think yeah. we first met officially when Jamie was pregnant with Daniel. So I'm going to go with, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, remember wow. at Teach Meet? Are you Mr. Nessie? Yes, I am. Are you Mr. Bianco? <laughs> no, I should have said no right there. We've been out of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. I take it back. Aww. I'm grateful for you guys. Um, you, you've made a real difference for me personally, professionally, and uh, I'm forever in your debt professionally and, and personally. You guys rock, and you know, I wouldn't be where I am and who I am today if not for the role that the both of you played. Aw, so. thanks, Chris. Aw. Aw. <laughs> Let me get the tissue. Yeah. It's okay, AJ. <laughs> oh, AJ, we're going to find a way to collect like criticisms and sprinkle them throughout. I don't yeah. know when it's going to happen. I don't even know how to do that, but we'll figure it out. We'll get them. We'll get them. You should open your mouth a little wider when you speak. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll start there professionally. And, you know, I am thankful professionally that my school district went all remote before this school year started. You know, we were one of these, obviously a lot of districts shut it down back on March 13th and everybody in New Jersey, it was, you know, play the waiting game two weeks at a time, three weeks at a time. You know, that, that was just the way the game was played. Um, I'm grateful to my district for the opportunity to be a district where I don't have to go in. I don't have to be a teacher who has to go in and teach in my classroom to students that are remote. You know, we have the, you know, there are schools out there where kids aren't coming in, but teachers have to go in for whatever reason. I think it's ridiculous. My opinion, 
whatever. Uh, but I'm glad I have the opportunity to be at home, which has caused me to have that gratitude I spoke about earlier for all this family time. Mm-hmm. So I am grateful for my district for putting the safety of the students and the staff and the faculty first. And more districts should be doing that. So that's my soapbox. That's my horse moment. More districts should be taking care of their people and not worried about whatever they're worried about that's making people have to go in. So there. Um, I'm thankful professionally for someone like Derek, who, again, the House of Ed Tech, that's a part of what I do professionally. And Derek stepped in admirably without prompt being prompted to step in and host a number of episodes of the podcast to keep that going. And he's done an admirable job. And I'm looking forward to getting back behind the microphone. Again, like I said, at the top of this episode, uh, I recorded the entire episode 168 of House of Ed Tech. And uh, Derek's going to do 169. We'll do 170. That's the Ed Tech Smackdown, which, by the way, those of you listening to this, if you want to participate in that, if you're also a listener of House of Ed Tech, get me those uh, things that you love in Ed Tech here in 2020. What are you grateful for in Ed Tech? In 2020, get those. And this is one of those years where I feel like lots of teachers are getting into new technology, like new platforms and new for them. You know, it doesn't, are you, do they have to be unique? Like things that have not been covered in the last six years, Chris? No, I I dropped that rule a couple of years ago. So if I have, if everybody chimes in, they're like, we love Flipgrid. I will play nine voicemails about people loving Flipgrid. I want to know what you love. So get that to me, both of you. (laughs) Okay. Um, and then, you know, I like, like I said, I sat down to record an episode and I was like super jacked up the other night to sit down and, you know, we've been doing this show. This does fire me up, but to do my baby, to do House of Ed Tech, I was just like, I was like, I look like Chris Mad Dog Russo <laughs> for, for people who know the reference just, and I'm by myself here when I do this. So I'm looking forward to new things that come with the podcast. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also grateful for my students right now, because this isn't easy on me. It's not easy on them. And I remind them of that all the time. So they understand that they're not alone in feeling isolated or whether they're quarantined or just the fact that they can't go to school. I tell them all the time, you know, Hey, I'm here at home too. Yeah. It's, it's a crappy rainy day for, you know, most of October and a lot of November with the weather, you know, but just building that rapport. And, you know, I know that there's students and things that would be better if we were in the classroom. And, you know, it, it's just not going to be, you know, I'm teaching semester classes right now. So the kids I have now, they will be done with me uh, in at the end of January. And there are some students in there that I'm like, I'm never going to have that opportunity to, you know, have that in-class experience with you. And, you know, the, the way I conduct class and how I can, you know, play with my kids and have that funny rapport with them there are some kids that I'm not going to get that with, you know, so I'm going to miss that idea, but I'm still grateful that I get to do that now. And they're coming out of their shells, which is nice. And again, before you know it, I'll get a whole new group of kids and I'll have to start from scratch. Hmm. Um, but I, I think that's all I have professionally, you know, so some good what stuff about for, you, AJ? So for me professionally, I'm just, I'm of course, obviously thankful for you guys. Thankful for so many people who are, part of our PLN, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that out there. You know, I, I miss a lot of people, uh, as you guys know, I call VD was like a big thing for me and connecting with those educators on a Sunday morning was always something that jazzed me up once a month. And 
you know, it was good seeing people connecting and, and, and learning ideas and, and moving that forward. And I, I miss that, you know, uh, but I'm grateful that the people who. Me too. No, real quick. I'm sorry, AJ. Right. Stacy oh. and I were planning to come to all of these North Jersey coffee EDUs yeah. and just, I mean, Corona. Oh, I, I know. It just kind of everything can't. off, right? No. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, try for next year. I'll hold you to it. You know, th- those people have continuously reached out and, you know, they wanted to do like coffee EDUs. And I think maybe in December, We'll start doing some virtual ones and I probably should have kept the virtual one, but I just feel like everybody has been so overwhelmed this year and, you know, trying to, trying to do it is always difficult, but you know, I, I love that they keep asking, when are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? And we're going to. So I think maybe that first weekend in December could be a possibility. So be, be on the lookout for that. Um, just great people on our PLN. You know, I just feel like there's always somebody you can turn to for, you know, a variety of topics, whether it's technology, whether it's leadership, whether it's, you know, just teaching a grade level, reading, whatever it is. And we have, we have those people who are always great. And, and our podcast group, you know, always pushing to do more. And I know I've kind of been resistant to record my own stuff just because of the computer that I'm on. I'm going to keep using that as an excuse. Um, I, I can't use it forever, but it'll, it'll happen. Got to press record again. I know, Chris, leave me alone. Um, but I think really professionally, I'm just thankful for, you know, last couple, I'll go over the last year. Last year, I've had two districts take a chance on me in a leadership role that I was working hard for for the last bunch of years. And I am grateful for the two school districts that really, you know, set me up for success to take on that supervisor of instruction technology role. And now the fact that, you know, I'm assistant principal and I feel like I'm exactly where I wanted to be for so long that uh, I'm happy, you know, and I think happiness at work really leads to happiness at home. And, you know, I, I'm grateful for that. I really am because every day when I'm doing this and now that the kids are back in school, I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I want to do. You know, I, one of my teachers tagged me in a, in a tweet recently of me playing red light, green light with the fifth graders on a mask break, you know, on their social emotional learning mask break. And I looked at it and I was like, this is wonderful. Like, this is exactly what it was supposed to be. And I'm liking it. I know there's going to be some rough days, but it's part of the job and we'll, we'll get to those rough days, I'm sure. But for right now, I'm going to live in the moment and I'm going to be happy about my journey and, uh, you know, look to really make this school the best school that it could be. Amen. Amen. I love that. Wait, so how do you play? Is it, is your red light, green light virtual? No, we have kids back at school. Oh, so, <clears throat> excuse me, we have, we have each grade level has a half hour, you know, a period off that we call their social emotional learning and mass break. So the weather here has been delightful. Thank goodness, right? There's something else Absolutely. to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. November should always be like this in New right. Jersey. It would be wonderful. But, you know, for some of those days, we've had the kids outside and they're allowed to go outside. And if they choose to you know, be with their friends. They have to have their masks on. If they want to be distant from their friends and their teachers, they can take their masks off for a little bit, run around, you know, do some chalk drawing, whatever the case may be. But, um, but yeah, so a lot of the kids, I gotta be honest, just enjoy being outside for the fresh air and they leave their masks on and, you know, they're outside doing a variety of different things. They're either walking the track, they're, you know, running around, they're doing red, 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 like green, like one, two, three, they're doing the chalk drawings, but that's all they're really doing. They're not doing anything else. Because they're not allowed to have like have a catch or anything like that. No basketball, obviously that kind of stuff. Right. But it's also a social emotional point where like 
we're letting the kids be kids, but we're helping them kind of find their, their release that if they have moments where they just need a break from anxiety, this is it. And when the weather changes and it gets colder, we have some lessons that the uh, school counselors have created that the teachers on duty who are running the mass breaks slash SEL breaks can do with them. And, you know, just take them to a different place, you know, kind of let them express their feelings. So it's nice. It's some different. I like it. But yeah, but I'm, I'm extremely, I'm grateful for this profession. I feel like, you know, there was a moment and I've spoken about this several times. It was a moment where I was almost done with education and wanted to move on. And it was because of the PLN that I relit that fire. And now I have to try to find others, help them find their fire and get them moving. Because I think this is the time where a lot of people are grateful that they're back at school. I think they're enjoying seeing the, <clears throat> seeing the kids. But at the same point, like some people are just are just burnt. And that's the way it's going to be. This is you guys know better than anybody, I'm sure. You know, it's hard doing all this. And there's not much gratitude being put out there from communities and and people around us. Yeah. I think though, that when we like, like part of the energy bus, right? Like we talked about that very briefly in the beginning, but just kind of finding the right people to be on the bus with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, Chris, I'm happy that you brought up like you're, you're thankful for us. And I agree like this trio that we have going on um, has had some highs and lows too. Usually like, you know, just everyone getting caught up in their own own stuff. But I think that like you guys bring me so much energy. Um, and I'm I'm thankful for this podcast. Um, I know Chris, you said House of Ed Tech, but I'm just thankful that you pushed hard enough to make this what started out as like a tweet and a blog post turn into a whole podcast and just kind of um, you know, right? Like we talk about our one word. That's another John Gordon thing, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. for me, that one word was like, for from you, the one that I love the most is pusher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thank both of you for for pushing me through. Um, what was a really hard year, right? It was just hard, um, not just school wise, but just personally, um, just getting out of my own way mm-hmm. and dealing with a lot of things, um, just pushing me to come back to the mic after my very long hiatus this summer. Um, so I want to thank both of you for that. And there you go, Tim KB. I'm not crying. You're crying. Like <laughs> when you talk like that, I don't want to click any of the buttons that I was going to click because you're being so nice. So I'm because you don't need to click be- those dumb buttons. <laughs> anyway, so Chris, we you said we have um, some callers or some voicemail to share. If nobody has anything else nice to say before Chris pushes buttons, let's send it over to our friend and fellow podcaster, Doctor Sam Fesich from the Edu Magic podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Take it away, Sam. Hey, this is Sam from the Edgy Magic Podcast, and I am super thankful for family, health, friendship, and of course, the amazing EPN family. So thank you so much, uh, Chris and the Education Podcast Network for producing and having quality shows for educators to learn from others, support one another, collaborate and encourage one another been an amazing opportunity to grow, learn, and share with all of you. I'm super thankful for my family and my friends. Without them, you know, COVID would have been much darker, but I think having supportive family and friends encouraging me, challenging me, supporting me has been fantastic. 
you know, and just people to love on throughout this time. And then also very thankful for my health and the health of those around me. So have a safe and healthy Thanksgiving, and I wish all of you a wonderful new year. Thanks again, Chris. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for sending that over to us. And if you're not subscribed to Sam's podcast, you have to definitely check it out. And if you are in contact virtually now with any novice educators, new educators, pre-service educators, definitely direct them to the Edumagic book and also Sam's podcast. I'm grateful. You know what? For There are so many people on the network that we've had the opportunity to meet, and I'm grateful for those relationships that we've been able to build through podcasting. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, six years ago, again, we were just talking, the three of us didn't really know each other. Maybe we were Twitter acquaintances, but, you know, the last six years have certainly been a magical time to, to play off of Sam's podcast and <laughs> just so grateful for that. Because without these relationships, <laughs> I have no idea what I'd be doing. And just even imagine, and like without not just our relationships, but just the relationships that take place in school and how people have been helping each other. Um, Like I know my building, we're doing so much collaboration. And I think that too, you know, I talked a lot about the people that I am fortunate enough to go to school with every day, but then there are also those people that, you know, I've had the opportunity to have longer, more meaningful conversations virtually. Like, I just feel like when, like those opportunities to collaborate or really delving into PLC or my district, again, something I'm very thankful for, just adopted a screen-free Wednesday for kids. And for us, it's it's a longer, more in-depth PLC where we are collaborating and working together. And just even spending some time having like conversations, catching up on just the little things like conversations that I would have never had in the hallway because you're just zooming off to special or, you know, it's like five minutes before your kids come back to the classroom and you haven't gone to the bathroom all morning, you know, like those little things. Um, so it is nice that like the three of us, but then like, hopefully the three of us exist in small pockets throughout education everywhere. You know, our next voicemail came from Tracy Enos if you're a careful listener of Podcast PD, Tracy talked to us about writing and reading workshop and the workshop model um, a few episodes ago. And she is an awesome contributor in our Voxer group. If you want to join us on Voxer, please do so. Chris will tell you how at the end of the show. But take it away, Tracy. Hi, everyone. My name is Tracy Enos, and I teach eighth grade English in Rhode Island. And one thing that I'm thankful for is the relationships that I have with the colleagues and the students that we work with every day. And I think it takes something like a global pandemic, you know, to force us all to work from home and to separate ourselves out just to realize how important those conversations are. Um, You know, those spontaneous conversations in the hall, those peeks over someone's shoulder saying, hey, what are you working? on right now, or just, you know, just greeting each other every day. So at this point, I'm fortunate enough to be in school part-time in the actual building, and I just really relish those opportunities to connect with others. So I feel like after this craziness, when everything goes back to normal, because it will, (laughs) it will go back to normal, I feel like all of us, we're just going to appreciate writing together, reading together, talking about our lives and what matters to us even more, and just 
taking the time to just, you know, appreciate that. So I'm thankful for those relationships that they help me be a better teacher and a better person. Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Happy Thanksgiving. I think it's funny that both of those messages were perfectly timed with what we were talking about in the moments (laughs) that we introduced them. And that was not planned, you know, because I did not listen to them ahead of time. I just downloaded them and I put them in there and (laughs) let it fly. So I had no idea what either either of them were going to say. Um, Perfect. Thank you to, to Sam and Tracy for sharing their thoughts and we'll have information in our show notes and they will be a lot lighter this time around. But if you go out to podcastpd.com slash 89, they'll have their contact information so you can connect with both of those wonderful women on Twitter. Speaking of wonderful, real quick, we would be remiss if we did not express our gratitude for our executive producers of Podcast PD. If you get value from our conversations, you can support this podcast. And we are grateful to our current executive producers, which include Mr. Adam Kelly, Mr. Mike Brilla, Miss Stephanie Scrocky and Miss Sandy Hartman. Thank you for your support and love of Podcast PD and what we do, the conversations we have, and the value that we provide you. If you who is listening want to become an executive producer, you can go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer and you can support the show. If you support us at five dollars per month, we will send you an awesome Podcast PD executive producer sticker. Looks great on laptops, binders, mugs, field notebooks. Sorry, Stacy. <laughs> and um, if you support us on a yearly basis, we will send you the sticker. We will also send you a Podcast PD mug and a Podcast PD t-shirt. Again, podcastpd.com slash executive producer. We are very grateful, whether you support us or not, that you listen and make us a part of your anytime, anywhere professional development. Perfect. Guess what, guys? What's that? I have a recommendation. Wow. What? I do. I'm really really excited about this one. And here we go. So I've got this uh, in Overcast. I learned about this the other day. I forget how I learned about it. But the name of the podcast I want to recommend today is called But Why? A Podcast for Curious Kids. This is a podcast from Vermont Public Radio. VPR. So it's a subsidiary of NPR. Okay. So here's the description. But why is a show led by kids? They ask the questions and we find the answers. It's a big, interesting world out there. On But Why, we tackle topics large and small about nature, words, and even the end of the world. How apropos is that, my friends? Mm. (laughs) Uh, Know a kid with a question? Record it with a smartphone. Be sure to include your kid's first name, age, and town, and send us the recording to questions at butwhykids.org. So they've got some episodes of late. Here's uh, some of their most recent episodes. Why are we still talking about the election? <laughs> why do, <laughs> why sure do some whales, adults wonder too. Why do whales sing? Why are whales so big? Why can't kids vote? Hmm. Why are some animal pets... And why are some animals pets and others are lunch? (laughs) Why do dogs have tails? Why do cats sharpen their claws? Uh, Vaccines, masks, and hand-washing, a coronavirus update. How do you make ice cream? Mm, What happens to the forest after a fire? 
why do ladybugs have spots? Do dragonflies bite? So, I mean, th- this goes back, and these are all 20 to 30 minutes long. Nice. And, uh, yeah, but why? I saw a preview for the next episode. It's about birds. You did? <laughs> yeah, some kid asked, you know, why, why do birds suddenly appear every time you're near? So then they're working on that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, so, Chris, is this podcast, um, is it Kid Nessie approved? Yes. Miles really liked it. Colton wasn't that into it. Miles, my third grader, was like, all right, this is, this is interesting. I want to get him right. to send a question in. That's what I, was, I was thinking the same thing. That's why I was at, yeah. Stop asking me. Ask these people. <laughs> and so these kids actually do the investigating or? It's, Are they it's adults who run the show? It's a lot of kid voices. Nice. So, so cool. Um, it, now, see, here's the funny thing. If you search, but why in your podcast player, there are a number of podcasts called, but why? So for those of you who think, oh, I can't name my podcast that you can. All right. They can't have the same names. Uh, but there's uh, the, the artwork. If you guys are looking for it is orange with a question mark and it is titled, but why a podcast for curious kids. Mm-hmm. So it's orange speech bubble question mark. Definitely check it out. And I know Stacy, we've talked a bunch of times here on the show. Yeah, we always recommend podcasts for adults to listen to, but what are some things we can recommend for kids? For little ears, yeah. Maybe we should dedicate like a whole show to that. Is the first one that popped up? Check the deal. All right. So my other question, um, speaking of like kids who podcast. So I know like for the past two years, NPR has done that whole contest, right? Um for middle and high school age students. Do you guys know, like if they ever do anything to like officially release or share that content or make it so that we can find it readily? Like I know I listened to an episode of code switch where they talked about um, like two or three of the winners for 2020. And like mm-hmm. some of it was really interesting because one was like middle schoolers talking about um you know, they were, they were Chinese Asian students who were talking about like prejudice and how they felt. Um, they felt like they were being attacked by fellow students because of the coronavirus and its origins. And, um, like that episode of quotes, which was great. And then it got me thinking, which of course I didn't do much investigating on, but like what happens to those shows? Like, how can we find out about more of them? Um, because it's kind of interesting. But I didn't know if you guys. To me, that ranks up there with like, do we ever find out who wins McDonald's Monopoly or the big contests out there? Or how we're going to grade the NJSLA. Kind of all goes together. How we're going to grade it or administer it? No, grade it. How how do the grades work for the NJSLA? Uh, There's certainly not a a, like a benchmark anymore. Like this. No, that's. No, I think they do release something if I if I remember correctly. I remember seeing it at some point. I don't know how I saw it. I don't know if it was an entire podcast or just one episode, but I remember seeing something that said like winner of this. Right. Guy. Right. Cool. I was just wondering, cause it just reminded me that like they create that contest every year and that would be fun. Hmm. Alrighty then. We'll have to dive into that. We will All have right. to dive into that. So a podcast only has to be as long as it needs to be. But before Stacy waves her magic wand, uh, something we do want to share is, and you can see it on the screen, and I'm going to talk about it right now. You can text us. That's right, friends of Podcast PD. We want to build a text messaging relationship with you. So you can text at 
podcast PD to 81010. And our texting initiative is powered by Remind. So that's a way that you can communicate with Stacy, AJ, and myself directly. And it'll also be a way that we can get information and things we want to share and we come across out to you. So if you'd like to have that type of relationship with us, you can text at podcast PD to 81010. Standard text messaging rates apply. So instead of sliding into DMs, they'll slide into text messaging. Yeah, text us. I like it. Yeah, text us. Good, good. All right. And on that note, um, once again, you know, listening audience, we are so thankful for you and um, we wish you very happy, healthy um, Thanksgiving and holiday season into the new year. Look out for us in our next few episodes coming back with some 12 days of podcast PD and all the other things. Uh, I think we'll have like a one or two regular episodes before then. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm getting some head nods from the gentleman. They also look sleepy. So it is time to say goodbye, Christopher. He's already asleep. Say, go- no. say goodbye, AJ. <laughs> goodbye, AJ. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Say goodbye, Christopher. Goodbye, Christopher. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Goodbye, podcast PD. <laughs> goodbye, podcast PD. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Eggnog. Bye. Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at Podcast PD on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag PodcastPD. To connect with Stacy, AJ, and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie, at Stacy Lindis, and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy, and we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.